everybody. Welcome to the Marvel Super Awesome Super Show. I'm Creech. And we're starting off a new series-ish, question mark. Basically, we're trying to figure out a way to keep doing more content throughout uh, the MCU slowing down, which um, we haven't really talked about whether or not we agree, but I'm pretty sure we both agree they should. It's quality over quantity. I mean, um, they, they, they've talked about it um, a couple times now. Um, that the... Or Bob Iger said that he's slowing down like the budget for everything mm-hmm. uh, to focus more on uh, quality instead of quantity, which yeah. is good. Um, and it's also going to uh, give some breathing room to the visual effect artists. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> so, but um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the uh, doing some comics and talking through, reading through and seeing, seeing, I guess, I don't know, talking about them, I don't really know what the plan is as far as after what we talk about, what we're talking about. Yeah, well, we're but, just going to talk and converse and discuss and get thoughts and such. Um, yep. We can even talk about, like, how, because the, the first one we're doing, as you can probably tell by the um, title, is House of M. Yep. And House of M is very good. Um very good. Prime Briar or Brian uh Bendis, who's one of uh, he's a very popular uh comic book writer. Absolute um, classic, read many of his masterpieces. Anyway. Um <laughs> the thing that's interesting and why I kind of chose House of M as one of the first ones was because when we, before the podcast, when we were watching WandaVision, there was a lot of nods to House of M. And a lot of those nods um, kind of led everyone down a path as theorists um, and led to disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's kind of High-level overview of what House of M is. Um, it is an eight-comic um, arc. Um, that's like the that's like the main comics that they have. Um, so some background on like how the comic book world works for you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Especially Marvel. Usually, yeah. every every year or so. They come out with a new big event. Um, that event will last um, between eight and twelve months, with about three months of preludes. Um, and when they do that, there's the main story that they have, which is what we read. But additionally, at some point, they also start doing, like, side journey stories. Um, which I'm sure when you were reading through and, like, seeing some of... I think it was, like, Spider-Man. Or... Yeah, like, he was going through some stuff. Yeah, he had some stuff going on. And I think even, like, mentioned, like, check out Spider-Man, uh, this number in the, um, for, like, more information on his story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, which happens I a lot. I missed seeing that. So if it did say that, I definitely missed it. But I also like I could tell that there was like more to his story, but also probably more to like um uh what was it? Hawkeye, right? Yeah, Hawkeye. Like I'm I'm pretty sure they had a bunch of like different um stories for everyone. Um that that were just like additional. Um gotcha. that just kind of gave gave some backstory to like their characters. But the more or less that's kinda of like how these events work. Is there is the overarching story which we read and then there's going to be like some other like smaller stories in between. Gotcha. Um So House of M deals I I sorry. Take a step back. Did you get the when you read yours, does it have like a preface? Because I know you read like eight the eight individual uh issues. Um, I actually have the ultimate edition, which has like a precursor, defines like where the X Men are, the Avengers are, and what's happened. No, then... nothing. Well, there's like a uh, like at the beginning of each issue, there was a like recap. Yeah, recap. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. Tell me if, if not, this no. sounds familiar. Okay. Uh, born with strange powers that forever separate them from the rest of humanity, the mutants known as the X-Men use their awesome abilities to protect the world that hates and fears them. Previously in Uncanny X-Men, Professor Charles Xavier, legendary founder of the X-Men, who dreams of peaceful coexistence between humans and mutants, has come to Genosha with one intention, to rebuild a mutant nation from its devastated ashes. And then, and there came a day, a day like any other, when Earth's mightiest heroes found themselves united against a common threat. On that day, the Avengers were born to fight the foes no single superhero could withstand. Previously in Avengers, it was the worst day in Avengers history. The Scarlet Witch has suffered a total nervous breakdown after losing control of her reality-altering powers. In the chaos created around the breakdown, beloved Avengers Hawkeye, Ant-Man, and Vision lost their lives. Many of the Avengers were hurt both emotionally and physically. That was six months ago. I had that. You did? Yep. Why'd you have me read it then? Uh, just for the people who didn't. Ah. Um, but no, mine did have that. Um, yeah, that was up there. So I guess we did read pretty much the exact same word for word, most likely. Yeah, I mean, everything um, else is the same. I just have like oh, okay. eight in one book rather than um, yeah. in the eight issues. Yeah, in the eight issues that I acquired. Yep. So <clears throat> um, it's all about Wanda dealing with the tragedy of killing Vision, uh, Hawkeye, and Ant-Man. Yeah, which essentially is very similar to um, I guess how WandaVision started. Well, Um, yeah. Um, 
And just like in WandaVision, um, Wanda creates this new reality where... Well, she has kids. She has kids. Um, but more so, um, mutants are the main species. Yep. It's not... Um, it's not humans. In fact, yes. I believe the Sentinels are actually looking for humans. Yeah, and um, what was the they used a uh, sapien? That was yeah. That, that was not yeah. funny, but like clever. Well, that's that's just a common X Men thing. Like there, yeah. there's um, because uh, like the, the, there's Homo sapiens, and then there's Homo. Uh, I forget what they call. It's not Homo neurogen, is it? No, it's because that I think is a is a psychology word. Yeah, it's this is that they because mutants have like different DNA. They look like humans, but the difference is that they have that um the mutant X gene, which mm-hmm. gives them, which is actually what, is that why they call them X Men? Yes, that's so that cool. and also Xavier. <clears throat> that's what I always thought it was for. But that makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember what they call them. But it's, they're like homo something else. Um, homo mutanus or something. Anyway, that's just like a common thing with the X-Men. Because the X-Men is an allegory for um, racism um, yeah. and prejudice. So, they also like really blatantly like put it out in uh, issue two. I thought that oh, was yeah. pretty funny. No, I mean this. They they they've never been very subtle with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. But. Um. The biggest thing with this comic is that at the end, Wanda says. No more mutants. Um, and she ends up uh, removing all mutants except for a handful because they were the ones that the X-Men or the um, Marvel Comics people really liked. Um, but yeah, more or less every mutant is gone. Yeah. Except for like the big one, like Wolverine, Wanda. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so great synapses. Well done. Um, Thank you. I don't get where this, like, I guess I don't get how the uh, comic book cinematic universe question mark, comic book verse, what universe mm-hmm. are we in? How's this all oh. work? That's that's my big as a non comic book reader ever. So the comic universe is six one six. That is the main universe. There are other multiverse or other universes as well. Um, but that's like the one that all comics kind of live in. They've reset it the comics a couple times, but Okay. Regardless, you're always in six one six when you're reading a comic. Gotcha. That was that was like the thing because I I'd, I'd heard of like this this comic reset, but okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um. 
House of M, I think, takes place before the comic reset. Because um, this was in 2005, I believe. Yeah, 2005. Um, and I... Not sure if you remember what happened in 2005, Andrew. Um, that's the year that King Dakar opened, so no. Um, Spider-Man movies were doing, eh. The X-Men movies were doing good. Um, and Marvel started to have an idea for the remaining movies, or whatever else they had, right before mm-hmm. they were about to be bought by Disney. They were thinking, yeah. well, we want to make a movie, too. And that's when they made The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I think this is when they made the first Incredible... Well, Universal made that first Incredible Hulk, and it was not good. Yeah, that was, like, what, 2000? 2004, 2005, somewhere around there. Um, but they then made... Um, they then, like, four years later... Um, make uh, the Iron Man. Yeah. Um, so they already kind of had this idea of we want um, to create our own universe. Um, thing is, they didn't have the rights to the mutants anymore. So the No More Mutants, actually, towards the end of this book, is more so them trying to get people to forget about the mutants. So that Makes way, sense. they can start introducing Inhumans into yeah. uh, their franchise years later, and because hope that... Of... Ah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sly. Um, and they, they kind of kept that tradition, even after, like, they reset the comics. They just kind of made the mutants, like, the red-headed stepchildren of the comic book world. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but the problem with that is that the X-Men are way more... Um, just well, they're, they're just more notable. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, if I were to ask a kid on the street, hey, kid, uh, name a superhero. Batman. Asking them to do that, they're going to come to an X-Man before they come to anything else. Like, they're... Yeah. Granted, the only X-Men I really knew was, like, Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, so that's like just some history around House of M and its relation to the MCU. Um, it's very well done. Um, I think we've said that before. Um, there's a lot in the book that we. Like, I don't know if we can talk about all of it. Um, before we get to, like, some moments that you really, like, parts in the book that you really liked, uh, do you have any other questions? 
Um, the comics and such. Probably a lot, but right, I'm trying to think. Through. So, I guess these are more like general like comic book questions. So, like, is right. the whole series released at once? No. Or is it just going to be issue by issue? Okay. It's usually issue by issue. Um, we'll do some more. Um, some that were like more single issues. Mm-hmm. Um, some that kind of took place over like um a month and a half. But mm-hmm. how comics usually work is every month on a Wednesday. Um, that that first issue will drop, or a issue in that series will drop. Um, okay. They'll choose a Wednesday in the, the month, so it could be the first, the second, the third, the fourth. And then you wait a month, you read your comic, you wait a month, and then you get the next issue. Um, so these came out monthly? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Um, and the other thing about it especially like this is like while you're waiting for that next comic to be released they will especially like an event like house of m you'll end up seeing them have like a spider-man house of m or if there's like a superhero that's not in the house of m story and they don't want to like feature it what they'll end up doing is have a variant cover um, for that comic that kind of is like, hey, you should read House of M. Meaning like, so, hold on, so say that again. The cover is so there's artwork on the front, right? On, on your mm-hmm. comic book. A variant cover is a different cover from that. It's the same story, just looks different on the front. Okay. Um, some variant covers are more expensive. Some are just fun and different. Um, but mostly, whenever you have a variant cover, um, there'll be times where that variant cover is specific for a um, it's specific for that event that's going on. So like, okay. I had, there was a event that they did that I wasn't really a fan of. It was, um, like, the War of the um, Seven Realms, more or less. Okay. Um, it was, like, every, um, each one of the Seven Realms was fighting for uh, the crown to control the other realms more or less that's the basis of it um gotcha. in the end it was just like the avengers versus um the dark elves okay um but i had some captain marvel comics that were like ooh this is the um war of the realms variant cover um even though her story or her issues didn't happen until much later in the story. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Cool. Thanks for that. Gotcha. So, 
are there variant covers i guess or is house of heaven a variant cover or is are there variant covers within here or so each issue would have its own variant cover okay um my book has a couple ones so like issue three right mm-hmm. that that cover is like wolverine on a motorcycle with spider-man on it on it as well okay right the variant cover for that is um, Carol Danvers in the Miss Marvel um, costume flying with a city behind her and there's a bunch of jets. So that's just okay. like different. Or, yeah. Right, that was variant for number two. Let me find a variant for number three. The variant for number three is Wolverine jumping off of... Um, a airship into New York. Yeah. Okay. Like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So every like it's just a different kind of Art. cover. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. It's like how there's different art for different so, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That's all it is. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. So. I, a lot of my questions that I had, I guess, through reading the comment, got answered with the comment, which comic, which you know makes sense naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I guess one of my big things is, I guess, how much inspiration, or like, what other comics did they draw inspiration from for Wandavision, or is this kind of really the main one? It's kind of obvious. The, the main one. Um... I think I think with like WandaVision they had ideas with it. The problem was that a lot of people had really high expectations. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get those final moments that we were expecting. Yeah. Um like we didn't get no more mutants. We didn't get. We got the um, mental breakdown of Wanda, which is why Westview exists. We. Um, you know, we we. That's really it. Like that's that's the. Only real thing that they took from it was not, yeah, but and was, then just not really getting that payout though, too. Yeah, because like, I mean, the the WandaVision, as a reminder for everyone, ends with Wanda just kind of doing a fist fight in the air with magic with Agatha while Vision fist fights with Vision and then says some words to White Vision and then White Vision leaves. That is the climax. Pretty cool. Like, the first time you watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's just not as satisfying. Yeah. Well, but I feel like that was a thing, too, with the end of this, was, like, there wasn't a big fight, really, at the end end. That's not uncommon in comics, as well. Um, yeah, I totally knew that with my vast knowledge of comics. 
like the thing is, <laughs> think of it like this: you can only do so many frames of a frame being like um, a, or I guess it's a panel. You can only do mm-hmm. so many panels of people fighting in a yeah. comic book, because otherwise you're just kind of speeding through it and you're bored already. That's fair. Um, in comics, it's about the art, it's about suspense, because, like, a great comic book, um, I'm going to compare this to, like, Swamp Thing, um, Mm -hmm. by Alan Moore, which is DC, I know, but it's a very good way to kind of talk about, like, framing a page. And, like, when when you look at that comic, they frame it, and they don't use the traditional, like, boxes. They try to expand on that and make it elevate the experience, so that way you're drawn to that next panel. Gotcha. Um, this is kind of still filling in the blocks, more or less, but it's not... Like, there's there, there's a lot of just, like, dialogue, which is good because you want to have that dialogue to push everyone further and create tension with your characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So you said, again, this had more dialogue than normal? No, I mean, this is pretty average comic when it comes to like dialogue okay. and action. Um, okay. It's just, you know, you can't every time have a fight to, like, close off the comic. Yeah, that makes sense. Even then, though, like, this still has a lot of action. Like, beginning of issue 7, like, the first page is just the fight on uh, Genosha. Yeah. Um, so you still get that action. It's just the climax isn't that action. The climax is the emotional climax, yeah. or is the emotional moment between Doctor Strange and Wanda. Um, Ooh, I do have another question. Yes. Uh, Lila. Who is she? Where is she from? How, like, because that never got answered, correct? What the the girl with the that Emma Frost talks to in her brain? Yeah. Um. Like she straight just, up, like Wanda just, didn't know who she was. Yeah, she's like, just a mutant. Um, I think that's all they were trying to. Oh, okay. Um, they were trying to get information from a mutant about things. Um, and it was more so just like showing that there's a that the timeline has really changed <laughs> thanks to what Wanda's done. Gotcha. That because that whole that really interesting, like a. Uh... Like, 
hey, there's this new character type thing. Like, and I know it was like 2005, so mm-hmm. that this came out. So I was like trying to kind of figure out, like, okay, well, where did they go? You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the the whole thing is like, she was, she kind of more or less is the um the surrogate for the reader, mm-hmm. like trying to navigate through um the 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 comic and such all the way up until like number seven because that one is more or less just scarlet witch and um dr strange some pietro um but gotcha yeah um see what other questions I have. Um, oh, my chicken stuck to the bottom of the air fryer. Uh, I guess this, does, is this the end of, a, like, I know this is the end of House of N, but mm-hmm. is there more to this? Like, as far as, like, where is Charles Xavier? Or has that not been answered? Like, they, did this not oh, renew? They, they, they end up do, they do, do end up answering all that um, they, I'm not sure what exactly happens next. I think it was House of, I think they did another, like, series that's kind of like House of M. Okay. They called it House of Something Else. But it's, gotcha. it was that's a, a pretty bad name, House of Something Else. Yeah. They really should think of, like, a different letter. Um... But, yeah, they, they do, the comics do end up, like, solving problems, and, like, everything does eventually have a resolution. <laughs> That's fair. I feel like it would have been smart if we started this all with, like, a comic briefing uh, episode. <laughs> I mean, the thing with this is, like, House of M, I, and I feel like House of M is a good story because the biggest moments that you can think of, everyone kind of already knows thanks to WandaVision. Because everyone was talking about it. Everyone was like, ooh, Wanda's going to create all the mutants. Instead of saying no more mutants, she's going to say, no, more mutants. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Like, instead of no yeah. more mutants. No comma, more mutants. More mutants. Yeah. You know, just a play on that, but that obviously didn't happen. Yeah, that's true. I um, feel like that would have been cool. Yeah, no, they, they, they could have done a lot of cool things, Andrew. Um, I, and, like, I know for a fact that Benedict uh, Cumberbatch was supposed to be Doctor Strange for WandaVision. Wait, um, what do you like? He was supposed to come. Um, oh, like that, that was like part of the Oh, yeah. I just ruined a tortilla. He was going to come and all that. But um, thanks to COVID, everything kind of got screwed up. Yeah. Gotcha. I think, had you read House of M before watching WandaVision? I had not. 
Okay. I knew about Did you the watch no it? more mutants. I knew kind of some of the story points within it, but I hadn't actually read the whole thing. Okay. So had was this your first read of it or was this No, I reread it uh so that way we could talk. If I had read it originally um I wanna say ten months ago. Okay. So I'm familiar with the the story of House of M now. Read it a couple times. Um Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Um, I'm I'm honestly kind of surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Like more than uh like I I don't know. I've never really read comics, so like Yeah. I was more worried that I was gonna be like, oh, eight issues, like you know, like kind of reading eight chapters of a book. Sometimes I was be like, oh, why can't I just watch it? But it was like, it was pretty entertaining, and it like, this is gonna sound bad because this is like the, like yes, I'm coming from starting with the MCU, um, but like I felt like it was gonna be fan fictiony, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess since you know this is the uh, this is the source material. Yeah, it didn't feel that way. No. Um, the the comics very much have like a reverence to them. They understand their audience. They're not trying to become mockeries of themselves. Yeah. They are trying to tell a story, and a good writer like um, Bendis will definitely do that. Bad writers will kind of make it nonsensical. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, Good. I don't, know. I don't know if I'm more like, I want to see what happens later, or if it's like, you know, what else is out there. Yeah, well... What I was thinking for the next, because, like, this is a story that has, like, a prelude and a prologue that definitely happen without what we've read. Right? Okay, cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm thinking for our next comic, uh, we will find something that is a little bit more self-contained. And lighthearted, maybe? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. We'll do something lighthearted. Maybe um, something like, is there a, I don't want to say, like, one shot, but is there, like, a one shot of a, uh, like, a Spider-Man or something? There's, there are some Spider-Man one-shots, as you would call it. Um, I think what would be, because Spider-Man is a little bit more, it can have heavier tones too. Um, something like Deadpool, though. Um, his comics are very lighthearted. So maybe next time I can give you, I can put a couple options in the Discord for everyone to choose from. So make sure you join our Discord. Um, yeah. But we, I've got a couple I can recommend 
Um, okay. There are cool. some fun ones that are just like three to six issues. Um, yeah. Just pure fun. Okay. Are the Guardians of the Galaxies like lighter heavy, or are they like um wishy washy? I haven't. I haven't read too many of the Guardians. Um, the ones I have are more like I've read a couple, um, couple just like single issues of Guardians, and they were a little bit heavier. And then I wa- read um most of Old Man Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very heavy. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, the. Preconceived notions you have from the MCU don't always come over the same. Um, one thing we could also do um, is a another comic, which would be Spider-Man and Miss Marvel. Spider-Man and Miss Marvel. Yeah, they did a um, kind of like a body switching. Uh, series. Um, oh, how interesting. Just the two I would expect to do a body switching thing. Hello? Yep. Um, ah. I'm trying to find the comic. I'm trying to remember. Uh, comic body switch. Um, uh, it's a Marvel team up. Um, Spider Man and Miss Marvel, and it's they end up switching bodies, and it's it's a very the first issue is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um because it starts off with um it starts off with like you kinda have to read it forwards and then backwards almost. I one you of them. I, did you say it forwards like, and backwards. Oh and backwards. Yep, because the first half is like Kamala's story, the second half is Peter's story. Um, and they meet in the middle of the comic. So it's uh, pretty... It They do something really fun with that. Um, okay. Yep. But that one, I can... We can put that one in the... Um, <clears throat> in the list? Yeah. So... Err... Team up. So, Spider-Man Miss Marvel team up. Alright. The next one that you could choose from, Andrew, would be uh, Deadpool versus Thanos. Deadpool kills Deadpool. Or Deadpool Art of War. Deadpool kills Deadpool. More Deadpool, more fun. Deadpool. Um... Alright, and then the third thing we could do um, let's see 
You want something fun? Another thing we could try, this one would be a longer series that we could do together. Okay. Um, it's the Spider-Man Deadpool comic. So they yes. basically... Um, it's all the fun of Spider-Man with all the zaniness of Deadpool. It is perfect. Yeah. Um, Let's throw that in there too then. Cool. Alright. Um, at some point I am going to want us to read the Champions Volume 1 as well. We are the champions of friends. That one? Um, sure. My queen. Most, mostly because I think the champions are going to be what they're going to brand the um, quote, young Avengers, end quote, in the MCU. And I think giving you some background with them might be fun. Beneficial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. But first we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll let our audience decide. Yeah. So it was, um, I forget the first one, Deadpool versus Deadpool. Deadpool kills Deadpool. Spider-Man Deadpool. Deadpool. Mm -hmm. And then there's the Spider-Man and Miss Marvel team-up, which is a four-comic... Um... No one vote for that one, please. Actually, it's only three comics. Because then it's Ms. Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. They team up. Now oh, i got to put more chicken in the air fryer. Anything um, else? Not that I can think of. I, I really did enjoy it. I'm, I'm hoping the next one, I can be more like, oh, well, in this comic, even though I know I won't be. Um, no. But it's good to have goals. Yeah. Um, like, my current goal right now is to m make over 10 pounds of chicken for the, for the next week so I can eat food all week. That sounds like a lot of chicken. Yep, it's just 10 pounds. We're making buffalo chicken right now. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited. I hope it's not the Miss Marvel one. But if it is, I'll be fine. I'll survive. It's it's a fun one. I think you'd like it. Um, I feel like there was one other thing I had. To okay. Let you know. Um, I don't remember though. Well, you can always write it down and start the next um next time we talk about it. True. Um. I did ride the Incredible Hulk in Spider-Man yesterday. Well, Spider-Man is so good. Oh, it's it's a lot of fun. I don't disagree. Um, yeah. That's about all I have. Alright. Well, this has been the Marvel Super Awesome Super Show. Thanks for listening, everyone. See ya.